Thank you for rocking with the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. It's your boy, Good Life underscore Russ. Thank you for tuning in every week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button for us. You can find us on Facebook at Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. You can find us on Instagram at Good Kickback. Yo, 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 what's up? It's your boy, Good Life Russ, and this is the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback, coming to you with another episode and also another YouTube. Um, I know this is very new, so bear with us. Uh, we're going to be getting these videos out, family. Um, appreciate everyone who tuned in last week. We are in year four now. April 7th is the anniversary, so yeah, it, it's up. It's up for the rest of the year. Uh, we got a lot more podcasts, a lot more content, a lot more substance, a lot more healing and mental health going on. And most importantly, a lot more conversations. Make sure you are having these conversations at home. The show can be as entertaining as you want it to be, but also apply these lessons, apply what you learn, apply what you unlearn, apply any information that comes your way that feels right. It feel like it makes sense in your life. Make room for it in your life. So, that's right. We have a special guest, Miss Anae. You're going to tell everybody, you know, where to find you and where you at. This is a first timer on the show. So be gentle, people, audience. <laughs> Please. Social media. Be nice. <laughs> Don't where to find you out on social media. Um, on Instagram, DP Chronicles is my name on there. And then, of course, Facebook, it's Anae Palmer. Short, sweet, to the point. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to dive right in. I see you are a world traveler, which is amazing. That is a yes. uh, huge, huge accomplishment. So much wealth and knowledge out there in the world. So uh, share some insight. Where, What countries have you been to? Where's your favorite? Okay, so I guess I'll just start the list. Um, so Europe... I have been to France, Greece, um, Italy, um, where else? The Ukraine, and then the Middle East. I've been to Dubai, Abu Dhabi, um, Africa. I've been to uh, Egypt. Oh, I've also been to Turkey. And then Mexico, Canada, um, Jamaica, the Bahamas, um Colombia um I think I mentioned everything yeah I think I mentioned everything I feel like I might be you've been so you've been outside <laughs> okay cool <laughs> what is your favorite place what was your favorite trip I would say honestly it might be Jamaica okay. I love Jamaica I think it's just because like seeing people that look like you yeah. And the vibe there is just so welcoming, and the food is great. And you're, of course, you can buy a nice beach and great weather. Um, I think that would be my favorite for that. But I mean, honestly, you know, I was very disappointed with Greece and Italy. Like mm. when I grew up, I was so into Greek mythology, you know, Roman mythology, yeah. all that, learning all the history. And you know, one of my favorite Disney movies was um hercules yeah so i you know when he goes in at, uh, the temple and zeus comes alive i'm like oh man i could only imagine seeing that in person like a huge statue of zeus and all that yeah so when i got over there you know i'm in athens i'm like getting my tours together all that it was like rubble 
Mm. It was nothing. None of them had like the big statues that I thought I was going to see, you know, from Disney. And I was mm-hmm. very disappointed. Like, Man, shame on you, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. Like, that was like the most, like, I was heartbroken. I was just like, I, wow. But I, I get what you mean. You, you want that to come to life. You want to <laughs> <Right>. feel that. <laughs> but, oh, in Paris, though, that museum, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Like, amazing i didn't even really because i'm i'm not a huge beyonce fan but i didn't know yeah. her and uh jay-z did a video in that museum the loire mm-hmm. and being in it's dope like it's it's amazing like that's definitely a place you have to visit when you go to paris is that museum say less and our friendship might have grown just now because i'm not a huge beyonce fan either um i can't be <laughs> fan from slander but i'm just you know i'm not they're gonna be I'm, out the rest for saying that Man, I just, I don't get it. <laughs> but I'm excited to uh, go to Jamaica. I'm planning that trip uh, this year and next year. And my brother, uh, Sada, shout out Sada, just moved to Germany. So I definitely want to go out there and see him and uh, just, you know, move around a little bit. I've been to Canada, to the Bahamas, and um, I've been everywhere in the country. So I'm ready to really, like, dive, you know what I mean, outside the country. I'm ready to get get that world travel on it um shit I don't have my passport for a minute like that wasn't even really like a hassle or nothing crazy mm-hmm. to get and I think for a time period I was like over anxious about it like man it's gonna be a whole long process to get the passport like the photo mm-hmm. was the hardest part <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this for real though like I <laughs> actually have a story years. about that like so this is so when I went to Paris I came back mm-hmm. um I had a coat that I rarely wear um, and I put my passport in there, but my ass forgot. Like when I was on my way to uh, the Bahamas, I'm like, where, you know, playing a trip, whatever. I'm looking for my passport. I was like, where's my passport? Mm-hmm. And I searched my whole house, everything. Couldn't find it. Didn't even think about looking in that coat, but um, I had to, you know, get a new one. And I went to Walmart, took a picture, whatever. <laughs> and I had some uh, faux locks in, but they were like silver and black. So then I get a message from uh, the passport agency and they're like, um, you can't be wearing head, head wraps for your, <laughs> for your photo. And I was like, that's not a head wrap. That's my hair. And <laughs> they were talking about like, I had to do this whole long process for them to, you know, review it and all this and that. I was like, I'm leaving in like four weeks. I don't have time. So yeah. I had to actually take my hair out and just be as natural as possible you know what I mean like I'm like I'm not wearing no eyelash no nothing no makeup no anything like so y'all can't even say like hey wow and I got ended up getting it on time and then the funny thing was when I came back and I was just happy to be cleaning out my closet throwing some coats out and I found my other passport in my coat Mm, that's clutch (laughs) that is clutch my story didn't end that beautifully I lost my passport last year in Myrtle a tragic story um, at a club that you didn't even need IDs to. So, yeah, that was fun. But I got it for uh, OVO Fest. Mm-hmm. We had to Toronto, and I've been in Toronto a few times. I love Toronto. I would get property there. It's beautiful. It's, it's like cold, New though. York, but a little different. Yeah, it is cold. But, I, shit, I lived in Boston. Like, I lived that way. So, and I don't mind. I like the fall time. I'm not really, like, a summer hot type of person. Like, I don't mind it being cold. You know what I mean? If it was fall year-round somewhere, I would live there. I don't know what that's about, but I love it. <laughs> but, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, but it, it was a big culture shock, though, there. You know what I mean? People just are different. 
And then mm-hmm. most of their money's coins, so that's different. The strip clubs are different. Like everything like is coin. Different. Like you were throwing coins at strippers. Nah, you gotta put them into the <laughs> slot. It's it's whack. I didn't. I end up. <laughs> Wait, what? I asked the lady, like, is there ATM? Do we? She's like, nah, this is like our currency, and that's how we learn. Like, this is my first time going. We ain't even exchanged our money yet, type. So uh, a lady, a lady that was in there just gave us the heads up. Like some people like won't exchange your like even currency. See, like we usually tell people like come exchange your money as soon as you do because like some restaurants and stuff will give you dollar for dollar, which our money is more than there. Right. So my dude did that. He ended up spending all this money at the bar. Only had American dollars. Damn. And he had to pay. Yeah, he was sick. Because once they told him, like, the conversion, you know, he started doing a little math in his head. He started ordering <laughs> drinks. Like, hold up. Our money's stronger, y'all. Oh, yeah, give me three drinks then. <laughs> right. I'm sure nobody reminded him, like, hey, you know. Man, they said nothing. But but that's, too, <laughs> what I was telling him. Like, you got you to gotta educate yourself, especially before you travel to other countries. Definitely. You know I mean? So now, okay, so you were in Ohio, now you're in Texas. Mm-hmm. What is that like? I've never been, Texas is the only state I haven't been to in the country. Man, it's a vibe here. I love Houston. Like, yeah. I don't know if Houston will be like my last stop, but it's amazing down here. Like, I feel, you know, in Ohio, you know, Columbus, there's a few black owned restaurants, you know, mm-hmm. and like night scene, whatever. But in Houston, it's so many options. Like, I haven't even been to all of the options. Like, it's just so much, depending on what your vibe is, what kind of food mm-hmm. you're looking for, you know, it's just so many options. And I love that, you know? And just seeing us and, like, you know, these business owners, you know, doctors. Like, I met a doctor yesterday, a Black woman who was a uh, plastic surgeon. So, wow. You would really me. I'm just like this is like so tight. Like seeing people like us doing a lot of great things. So mm-hmm. Houston, where is that? And it's very different. Well, yeah, that's all I hear is the food, the blackness, <laughs> the weather. <laughs> They're things I enjoy. So I'm like, yeah, I'm 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 planning Texas this year. With my brother, he wants to go. He he goes a lot, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm because I want to hit Houston and Dallas. So I'm real, real excited. So what is so what do you feel like the differences are in the South from the Midwest? Like even with the people? Well, I think like here in Houston, there's so many people not from Houston. So I haven't really got oh, like okay. the authentic Houston vibe, I guess. Gotcha. Like literally everybody I met, they're from Detroit, they're from Chicago, <laughs> they're from California. In Louisiana, those are the top four. So, and um, I feel like you know, people are like, oh, you're down south, who's got southern hospitality to a mm-hmm. certain extent. <laughs> um, yeah. but I would say also, they they support each other. I feel okay. like the moments they didn't really do too much of that. Oh, not saying it's not there, but yeah, in Houston, they have networking events like. There's, I haven't met no one trying to gatekeep. Like, whatever you're trying to do, you can find someone that will mentor you. Like, it's it's great. That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely got to get down in Houston. That sounds like a beautiful place. Um, so how do you feel, because we were having this conversation off air, as far as the masculinity and femininity, which I kind of feel like, you know, we can play off of this. I'm wondering, is, do you get a different vibe down there from the men in Texas from the men in Ohio or no or men just men honestly I've been around the country too like from west coast you know east coast 
But you all see a lot of different people. Yeah, and it's pretty much the same. <laughs> it's not much different. So glad you said that because I feel the same way. I don't see big differences in like other mm -mm. clubs. Like people are just people. <clears throat> so what are your stances on masculinity and femininity, especially as it pertains to our generation? Because I think our generation is the most curious with one, what these two words mean, and then two, how it applies to them. I agree with you on that. Um, but also, I feel like it's such a broad um, thing, you know, because I yeah. feel like a lot of that toxic masculinity, like, you know, men shouldn't cry, shouldn't be emotional, and all this other stuff. Um, but I feel like now it's being talked about because even just some Black men I just know down here just having conversations are like, yeah, you know, I'm learning to open up, like not be so angry, not hold things in, you know, even that's writing or working out or, you know, doing something else where I can release that where I'm not walking around, you know, holding that. And I'm like, that yeah. makes sense. So, but also I don't, you know, for I mean, I know a lot of women are also on that same path too, mm -hmm. but I feel like... I don't know if it's really aligned though, together. I think, because <laughs> I love this topic. I love, and I, it is super broad, but also I think it has a lot to do with people's security or their lack thereof of self-security, like their insecurities. And for me, so like for me, considering men, I was on the opposite end of the spectrum of how most men grew up. Like my whole life, I've been very in tune with my feelings and, and able to articulate my feelings. You know what I mean? I've been able to tell somebody like, yo, that hurt my feelings. Like what you just said. And like, I don't hate you, but I need you to know, like, you know what I mean? What you said, like, no, nah, it wasn't cool. So for me, that kind of outcasted me when I was younger because there was this big push to have men be menly men you know what I mean right. like and not have feelings at all which come on like everybody has feelings <laughs> like that's it's, exactly. it's flawed logic and I think it came from fear you know what I mean I think people uh ran into either weak men or they ran into a certain type of man and they're like okay this is how men should be not understanding even even within men we're all different you know what I mean we all have different comprehensions of awareness and also like if we can ar even articulate our feelings, you know what I mean? Because we aren't taught how to. So that's something a man has to go seek on his own to figure that out, which I got a lot through poetry. Like, that's how I was understanding that, because it was just men <laughs> articulating their feelings about mm -hmm. shit men don't talk about. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it was this I, society wanted to paint this certain picture. Now I feel like our generation the women are piggybacking off of that toxic like masculinity thing like that's and a lot of women are starting to adopt those personalities and to me it'd be somewhat from hurt it's like a man like this hurts you and this is how you feel like you're you're working your way through it or understanding like who he was you know what I mean but he was hurt like he don't understand who he was it's not like somebody can just really sit and explain like okay this is why I'm hurting you and this is why I'm toxic and this is why I'm doing this like, a lot of people haven't dug that deep to really understand the root behind that. You know what I mean? So now I feel like this is what's causing the disconnect, like, with communication. This is what's, because it's like men and women just always roll reverse, like, through the errors. Like, when you, if you really look at errors, like, when men are super emotional and feminine, women are tough and strong. And when the men are super dominant, the women are passive. Like, it's, it's like they're missing each other. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't think we have... 
I don't think we have knowledge of a time when we were really cohesive like that. Some parts of me, I think it's supposed to be like that. We're supposed to push each other in that way to getting the understanding of each other. You dig? And like a lot of times we don't have that, not even just with masculinity and femininity. A lot of times we don't have that because people really don't understand the definitions of certain words. They just think they can use the word how they want to use the word. And that creates confusion because some people are going like me are going off the definition of how the word should be used, not how you felt like using it today. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm like, that is that true, though. Causes problems. So I think these. I think men and women have masculinity, femininity. I think your role in your life depends on how much of that you get to exert. If you're a farmer, you probably have a more masculine life. If you're a therapist, you probably have a more feminine life. So to me, it just depends on who you are and what you're trying to use these things for. But there's no men should be this much masculine, this much feminine, and women should be this much feminine. This like there's no spectrum. You know, I'm glad you're saying that because I hear that a lot, like, especially from men trying to say how feminine you should be. It's funny to me because depending on what man like I'm dealing with, I can hear that I am feminine or I hear like you're very masculine. And I'm like, how am I being masculine? Oh, because, you know, you're disagreeing with me or your tone. I'm like, (laughs) your tone, like you're yelling right now. You're mad that I kind of raised my voice too, because you're yelling at me and now I'm masculine and all this, but you're not showing me respect. And literally he told me, he was like, um, you know, I shouldn't have to, because I'm a leader. I'm a male. Like I shouldn't have to watch my tone. You as a woman should be soft-spoken. Even when you're disagreeing with me, how you approach it should always be at that level. And I just couldn't agree with that. Sounds like mommy or daddy issues. <laughs> yeah, because that doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, wait, it what? doesn't. When I see when I hear men say that, that makes me feel like they don't want to compete with their woman, which is a lot of men. And that's and that's why they become insecure in those situations because they feel like you're challenging them. But it that's your mindset. That's how you're choosing to look at it. You know what I mean? Me, I'm open to those conversations and you being right and me being wrong because I can grow in that in that little in between. You know what I mean? So now you didn't did me a good service. You don't pull it up to my wall like, hey, it's a little crack over here. And I done went and sealed the crack. You feel me? Instead of me right. ignoring it, like, how would you know there's a crack and leave mm-hmm. it and now the crack is growing? You get what I mean? So a lot of times, that's what I meant in the beginning. Like a lot of this has to do with security. Like even a, even a boy becoming a man is security. And as long as they're insecure, they stay young. They they stay <laughs> sing like single minded. Like they mm-hmm. things have to be this way, and you have to be this way because this is what I know. This is safe for me. I can navigate this path. But if you start doing something I ain't never seen, I don't. How am I supposed to deal with that? Don't right, do that. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? And someone who cares about you to me will not want to ice like box you in. They will want you to grow and be as smart and as fruitful as possible, even if at their own expense, even if that means that you're now correcting me. But I always feel like, you know, a win for you is a win for us. The win for me is a win for us. And that's how it should be looked at rather than like she trying to, you know, take my position of being a leader. I'm like, no. I mean, even if you look at powerful men, would they have another powerful woman? Like even we could talk about Obama, even though we're not going to talk about the politics, but <laughs> for him to have Michelle, who's, you know, Harvard graduate, all this, like that's the powerful yeah. woman. And she pushed him to be a powerful man. I'm not saying oh, that he didn't have that already, but it's no, definitely like a balance, you know? A lot. She challenged him a lot. I read both of her books. His book is long as hell. It's really good. 
And I did his on Audible, and I can, like, still hear his voice in my head. But he talks about that a lot, actually. And when he was running for office and running for uh, certain types of governors and, like, laddering up, she was telling him, like, yo, we got kids and bills and, like, you know what I mean? And he's writing books just for money at the time. But, like, so even sometimes in that sense, she was like, yo, this is the plan. Let's stick to the plan. And he's deterring from the plan. And she's telling him, like, being straight up honest with him, like, this ain't what we said we was doing. Like, so you on your own with that. Like, you want to run for that? Because I think he was running in Chicago. And she's like, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But that this this your thing. You know what I mean? So he ended up pulling it through. I think somebody had dropped out. He ended up winning. <laughs> he, he even said, like, I just went back and told her, like, you was right. You know what I mean? He's just like, sometimes even when we think we right and we won, like, it's not even about that. It's the fact right. that you had somebody who had your back and they was going cared enough about you to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. that's what's creating some insecurity too like within our generation because everybody calling each other and lying to each other like the yeah. people telling you the truth is the ones that care <laughs> the people but it's funny how you get labeled care. as being mean like i hear yeah. that all the time you're yeah. mean you're mean i'm like i'm just being honest probably aggressive too huh <laughs> yes actually but and it's funny because when you create those boundaries now you're like the bad guy like i'm not being yeah. mean i'm not yelling i'm not disrespecting you i just told you i don't like that and you know i appreciate you not do that and now yeah. i'm a bad person or you know you ask me how i feel about something and i'm being completely honest and because it's something you don't want to hear now i mean exactly and i think they're too they're just not used to being talked to that way you know what i mean a lot of people build their lives around comfort and me like I build my life around the uncomfortable like that's why I like doing new things I like being in new positions and, and new states of mind you know what I mean mm -hmm. and because life is uncomfortable like it's life is random stuff is just gonna happen that you can't predict and you just gotta be able to roll with the punches so I think too many people are getting stuck in that comfort zone like okay well people can only talk to me at this volume <laughs> and in this right. context and, <laughs> like it's too many rules and laws yeah. like this is whack so yeah i definitely can understand i can see everything you're saying just even in how you post <laughs> i can see like <laughs> this is what i meant by like the scales are tipped and there's a lot of women that who are like you ironically these are like my close friends like these are the women i communicate with you know what i mean in real life like off social media because they challenge ideas they have their own thoughts they have their own views they have their own way that they want to live and and i as a younger man people were trying to coach me into that like you got a controller you got it i'm like i don't even want that i don't even operate like that like when i'm dealing with somebody i don't want you ever to feel obligated or tied down like the door is open you did because like if you choose to come back and you choose to stay that lets me know you like you wanted to be here you didn't feel mm -hmm. You didn't feel like intimidating, you feel bullied into being here. Like you chose to. And that's what I look for. You know what I mean? That's what I want. But it's the harder journey. Sometimes you gotta push away things that are that you want right now, but it's not what you need. And yeah, <laughs> it's hard because we're learning things just quicker, you know what I mean, than our than our for age. Sure. I see why there'd be so many young old people that just young people that hang with older people. Cause you just you start to um, outgrow certain friendships. I've been dealing with that a lot this past couple of years. And it's not, and I don't even like ghost people on like confrontation and stuff. Like I just stopped talking to you. And then one day you're going to realize I ain't talking to you no more. Mm -hmm. And it could be because I outgrew you. 
and that was the lesson I had to learn in my own right. Because I used to take that personal, you know what I mean? I kind of felt like, damn, am I saying they're inadequate or they're less than? But also, I shouldn't have to dim my light to be in this friendship. You get what I mean? Yeah. And if you were For a real good though. friend, you wouldn't make <laughs> me feel like that. I feel like if you were a good friend, you would rise to the occasion or you would drop out. But just kind of loitering, like, that ain't it. <laughs> no, but for real, though, because, like, even when I first had went to Greece, Italy, and Ukraine, I was all on one trip. Um, everybody knows on my birthday, I'm always trying to go somewhere. So we came back from the uh, Virgin Islands. So I was like, okay, like, hey, we're going to go to Egypt at the end of the year. You know, of course, everybody always has me make all the plans. So I'm like, I got this, this, and that. Here's the flight prices, this much, whatever y'all trying to do, you know, all that. And slowly but surely, everybody started, you know, canceling, making excuses, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't want to not travel because I'm waiting on someone else. And I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go by myself. And then my family talking about like, no, you're not going to Egypt by yourself. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to find somewhere else that's a little bit more safe that I can go by myself. And that's when I decided like, oh, okay. Like once I get to Greece, okay, the ticket $50, I could just fly over to Italy. And then had a long ass layover at, um, in the Ukraine and then flew back. So it was a great trip, like three, you know, one. And um, yes. I was having anxiety, not even a lot of you. Like, first it was all exciting, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, the week of, I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm about to go to Europe by myself. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was scary because, like, any other time I traveled with someone, but then I was like, okay, you know, I'm uncomfortable. But yeah. I got this. I'm going to be okay. And, and you had it. There you are. But, yeah, that movie Hostel did it for me. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Hostel was like, I was like, yeah, we going to Europe in groups. <laughs> but see, she broke the rule. Like, you don't tell people that you're, you know, there by yourself. You don't tell people where you're staying. Yeah, like, those are big facts. rules. Like, I'm like, no, they're at the room, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, keep it pushing. Like, I'm not going to give you all the information. That's true. That's true. I don't want to defend her ignorance, but <laughs> <laughs> that was a wild movie. Right. She invited him to the, uh, to the house and all that. I'm like, what? <laughs> begging for it mm-hmm. <laughs> but i do want to um that's that's kind of my vision of europe like i want to backpack through i want to wine and cheese and try the food and i'm like a sights person so like i like to take pictures and i like to see sight like take it in and then go to the next yes. place you know what i mean yes. so that's going to be exciting so what do you do in your like in your day-to-day life, what, you know what I mean? Like, what, what is your routine? How do you like to live your life? You like to party? You like to read? What are some hobbies? Because now, now I'm intrigued. This is, now I'm very- I am so over the place. Like, everybody's like, okay, what are you doing in now? I'm like, oh, I got this going on. So I guess, like, my day-to-day life, um, when I wake up, I literally had to drive myself out of bed because I'm not a morning person. But <laughs> I start out by, you know, going to my altar, Um, making sure everything's nice and neat, Um, putting water, feeding my plants and stuff like that. And honestly, like when I pray, I always just pray, like holding my crystals, not saying I'm praying to my crystals, but it just gives me more, I know, like something to feel, I guess. Yeah, Um, I know what you mean. Yeah. So I always just pray to God and, you know, I'm talking to my ancestors. I'm like, okay, we have a good day. And then I'll tell them like, Hey, I got this plan. So can you help me out? Like, you know, put a good word in, I appreciate it. But if not, you know, just, you know, 
teach me, but hopefully not be too harsh, if you know what I mean. Because sometimes I yeah. had a hard lesson. So yeah. I'm like, I don't need no more of those, but you know, I understand. <laughs> and um after that, then I go to work, you know, um, then I come home and I'm either doing some reading, researching, watching Marvel, uh TV shows, movies, or something on Netflix. Like I'm a big movie big person. Nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a nerd too. It sounds like my day. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I'm literally doing. And then I'm playing with my cat or I'll take him on walks and little stuff like that. But yeah. it's pretty simple. Unless it's time for the turn up, then it's a whole different story. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I'm sure there's some turn up in there. I mean, you, you went to Texas. Yeah. And you it's like every day. I'm like, I don't know, I, I, y'all can't be possibly working because I'd be tired. Like, I'm older now. Like, no, I need sleep. They've been doing it for years. They done got used to it. Mm-hmm. So what? Okay, so since we talk about Marvel, what didn't you like about Moon Knight, or what? What was up with the Moon Knight slander? I was like, <laughs> okay, not slander, but I just feel like oh, kind of. I needed some more story. I feel everybody was like, oh, everybody just wants action. I'm like, I feel like it didn't go into detail with the story. Like, why is um? I'm just calling by his real name, uh, Ethan Hawke. Why is he putting glass in his shoes? Like. I guess I was still trying to understand that concept. And then I'm like, is he just trying to make it seem like he has to walk with that cane? Like, makes it easier for him to fake that? Or is it more of, like, a spiritual uh, thing? Like, I want to suffer, personally suffer? To... It's it's context. It's letting you know how old he was. So, you know how, um, how Moon Knight, like, did you see the second episode? Yeah. Okay, so how he is, like, the Avatar. So mm-hmm. Ethan Hunt was the first Avatar, which is show you like he's been alive for a long time. Mm-hmm. That is like part of how he converted to who he is now, like the glass in his foot, the glass in his shoes thing. So it's like a punishment. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, but um, it's it's a part of his um, it's a part of his sacrifice. Him basically showing his loyalty, but it's a mm-hmm. punishment because he was rocking with bro first. You know what I mean? So this has like, all right, prove your loyalty to me, like get up and wear these glass shoes every day <laughs> interesting I, he feels I all that like that. he <laughs> he can feel all that it ain't like he can't feel it right like ouch it is so i i feel you but i think personally it's, it's kind of like um guardians of the galaxy type where a lot of people didn't know these characters so for real, in two episodes, they did pretty good. And like, because it's a lot. You know what I mean? It, it's a lot. It's gods. Like, it's alter egos. It's a yeah. lot to explain. And two, I know Marvel's about to rush Moon Knight into a bunch of stuff. I seen he signed a big deal. I think it's like six or seven, like, cameos, appearances. So they are already planning. Because he was a part of Avengers at one point, too. You know what I mean? Like, in the comics, a lot of people went through the Avengers, because they was either dying or going off into space to do something else. Right. Nick Fury was it. He had everybody on speed. Uh, like, yeah, pull up. Like, we need six people. <laughs> so right. he was a part of that, too, because he's kind of like an anti-hero. You know what I mean? He don't mm-hmm. really... I wouldn't say he has his purpose and his reasons for what he does. And if we both got the same villain, like, yeah, we can jump. But we, I'm not going on your next mission after this. Like, I got some other stuff about to go. Some vigilante work. Because you see, he be killing people. <laughs> right. But speaking of that, so. Yeah. His alter ego, Mark, is married yeah. to, what's the name? You know Shorty. what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So how does she not know that he had multiple personalities? Because she looked surprised seeing Steven instead of Mark. Because he kept it hidden. But he says it in the second episode. He said, I made sure like we never ran into each other or seen each other. But I kind of needed you to know who I was. So I think he was just easing him into everything that's happened. That was episode one. Mark was basically like, look, we're gonna have I'm we're gonna have to work together. And I ain't never talked to you. You you know nothing about me, but I know everything about you. So he he's kind of like baby stepping him into the fact. And then and then in episode two, we got Mr. Knight too, like him with the suit, which is like later in the comics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To where <laughs> Now it's Steven who is wearing the Moon Knight. Because that's literally what Mark is for, like, to where he can contain the costume. And he's a ki- he's a trained killer. Right. Steven's like a comedian more so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think they kind of, they sped through a lot. And I think episode yeah. three is going to be more about Ethan Hawke and informative, just about his side and his role. And I think his backstory is the only other thing we really need. Because once they throw him in a big pool with, like, the rest of the Avengers and stuff, he fights, like, all the main villains. And then they can bring in Fantastic Four, which they're talking about about Galactus already. Yeah. Yeah. I am, too. I'm excited. I'm I'm excited to see who they the roads. Because they could have put Reed Richards in a few things. They could have put Mr. Fantastic in, like, two shows already. Wait, so do you think he's going to be black, though, since Kang is black? Do you think it'll make him black? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think they would have to, though, for real, for real. It, but I, I'm I'm interested to see who's going to play the family. Like, I'm interested to see who's going to be Human Torch and Sue. Uh, I think they did Agatha so amazing. I'm interested yeah. to see her show, too. Um, but my favorite from them is Silver Surfer. Like, as soon as I heard Galactus, I was like, yeah. Like, we needed Silver Surfer movie, like, stat. Right. I used to watch so, a TV show, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if he was Black. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it would make sense, since, you know, Kang is his descendant, that yeah. they make Reed Richards Black. I mean, that'll be, I mean, not saying that's not possible, but I would love to yeah. see that. Um, that's true, but, I mean, they made Human Torch Black. You know what I mean? And I won't, we don't <laughs> talk like, about that, because that made no sense. terrible. It makes no sense. <laughs> but that's how they be doing sometimes. They see that paper like, oh, Michael B. Jordan. Like, yeah, yeah. They're going to come see this. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> I'm still mad at Fox, Sony. Did you see Morbius? That was terrible. <sighs> I wanted it to be so good, too. But honestly, I think I'm just excited we've introduced Morbius <laughs> into, into Spider-Man's universe. But yeah, that, that was bad. Those, the ending credits, I was so confused. I'm like, what was this? <laughs> <laughs> And they talking about putting Miles Morales in his universe. I hope they don't. No. I hate Tony. Yeah. They gotta get I think that's why Marvel like... hurried up and pulled the gun and made the animated movie with him. Because they're already working on the second one. Yeah, I seen that. I think they knew Sony was going to get him. <laughs> it is like, it doesn't make no sense. Like, y'all need to hire better writers. Like, how are they keep dropping the ball? Even uh, Fox and all the X-Men movies. I was irritated at every movie, but I still went to go see it. But yeah, I, was, I was disappointed. Same. First Class was my favorite out of all of them. Um, really? Better than Logan? <laughs> oh, no, nah, no. Nah. Logan's in a, that's in the realm of his own. I can't compare that to none of their movies. That was excellent. Um, mm-hmm. I did want Sabretooth. That would be my only knock in that movie. But everything else was on point. Like, I almost wanted a second one. <laughs> I like the New Mutants, too. The New Mutants was good. A lot of people didn't like that movie. Uh, 
it I wasn't was, as bad as the others, but I thought it was yeah, good. But I didn't like Apocalypse. I wasn't when it got to around those movies, I was like, yeah, nah. This is whack. <laughs> the only thing I did like about that was how they casted um what do you call it? I just forgot his name. Um Magneto. Um uh, Michael yeah. Fassbender. He's yeah. good. I'm like, y'all need to Days bring him over. Days of Future Past wasn't bad. Huh? Days of Future's Past wasn't bad. He was I think how they do old dude who can't die, but he died. Yeah. Energy. Yeah, that. Mm-mm. But I like because they have Wolverine with the with the bone claws. Like, and they went back, they took the he was the one that the, the mask and the science made sense. But yeah, the execution with the rest of their movies be off. Cause they they should have been let Marvel like be dabbling with these kind of movies. And if it would have had to feel like Avengers and them kind of movies, oh man, an X-Men movie like that, that would have been nuts. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that would have right. been breaking records. <laughs> like legit. So yeah, I'm I'm interested to see where Marvel does with it and Kevin Feige um with this whole next phase. I love my top three is hold on there. Yeah, that looks good. My top three is uh, Iron Man, Deadpool, and Doctor Strange. Wait, so, were you talking about characters-wise or you talking about their movies? Yeah, characters-wise. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, not movies-wise. Um, we did that list. I You gotta, you, I might have to get you on the movie committee podcast. Yeah, we yeah, all, for sure. We talk about the best <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But nah, just as characters-wise, and I'm excited for this uh, Doctor Strange film. I think this movie's gonna be nuts. And they already said that. I got my tickets. And I'm literally flying back to Ohio just to see that and go to my orthodontic appointment. (laughs) They said they got confirmed 18 characters are being killed off in this. So I'm, and I knew it was going to be gory and bloody. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited too. And I love Dr. Strange. My move could make a little cameo. I hope everybody comes through. So it is confirmed though that they're going to have the old um, Professor X. Yeah. And Logan is going to be there. Well, you know, um, yeah. Hugh Jackman. Okay. Yeah. They they haven't showed the rest of the Illuminati. Though. I think it's like four characters they haven't showed. I think they only confirmed three. Mm. But that's, that's BC because that's a whole nother, you know what I mean? Like a whole nother storyline they can play on. I, the only thing I'm worried about, I guess, is like, the Marvel part of it, like the Miss Marvels, Captain Marvel. I feel like yeah. they still haven't got that together yet. So I'm curious to see how they're going to have a, is it going to be America Chavez? How they're going to bring her in and all that. I'm interested too, but I think, it, I think they're doing it this way. I hope to strategically like, because you know how like in civil war, there was people missing in infinity war. There was people missing in end game. There was people missing. I think they're trying to bridge those gaps instead of just being like, Oh, well, where was Captain Marvel when all this was going on? Like, right, right. If Nick Fury didn't know her since the 70s, like, <laughs> it's Thanos, Loki, like. You just listened to the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. You can find us on Instagram at Good Kickback and Facebook at Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. Make sure you're watering your plants, everybody. Subscribe, share, and love.